From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant uh, good morning to you. Welcome back. Patrick Timpone, and this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Nice to be here with you. It is the 20th of June, and on the third Wednesday of each month, we have the honor and pleasure of talking with Dr. Ray Peet. He's a PhD in biology from the University of Oregon, specialized in physiology. He taught schools at University of Oregon, Urbana College, Montana State University, National College of Naturopathic Medicine, Universidad in Veracruzanza in, um, in Mexico. Spent some time down there. And that's how he taught us, learned how to nixtamalization of corn. He taught us about that. So he did a lot of work with progesterone and uh, um, he's uh, with us, as I said, for the last um, third Wednesday, third Monday, I'll get it, of, of each month. Uh, he's on the 800 line. Uh, that was the one we use. So if you'd like to ask him a question, the way to do it is Patrick at one radio network. Dot com tells me before the show that they have a lot of water up there in the northwest. Good morning, Dr. Pete. Good morning. Uh, yeah, almost every day now for weeks and weeks. Is that right? Wow. Have you seen some of the dowdy stuff going on in Arizona and Texas? Boy, we are really going through it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess our drops over here at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the last time we talked a few times ago, you were you were looking at moving in more into um, more carbs, carbohydrates. You were mm-hmm. talking about that, and I came across some uh, video, Doctor Pete, that somebody sent me about these things called oxalates. You know, in the in the vegetables. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to this lady, the PhD type, sounded really. So she got me all wound up about researching oxalates, and and uh, since I don't sleep. I thought, well, maybe the, you know, maybe oxalates are causing. You know. So I just cut out all my oxalates, and uh, there's nothing left but meat. So I'm doing the opposite of you. So I, you know, I shouldn't do that. You have a PhD in nutrition. I'm doing opposite of what you're doing. So I don't know if I'm on the right track here. I, I tend to avoid the leaves that are high oxalic, uh, just because the. the uh, effect on your teeth is so harsh. On your teeth? Oh, I don't know the teeth. Oxalates are these little small, they kind of razor blade kind of things that the plants create. And where else do they go in the body? Uh, uh, They strongly bind uh, uh, calcium uh, and magnesium. They bind calcium and magnesium. Yeah, uh, and so it forms stones in the kidneys. Mm. Uh, but uh, as it passes through your mouth, uh, the reason it makes your teeth rough oh. is that it's taking calcium right out of your enamel. No kidding. I mean, and even the Mayo Clinic, I saw that people with kidney stones, they recommend you don't eat spinach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh, r- rhubarb, similar. Rhubarb. So what are the other... So, so the ones I were doing that were high Dr. P were almonds and spinach and chard. I was really doing a lot of high oxalate foods. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do taste good if they're uh, cooked until 
uh, the uh, magnesium and calcium somewhat react with to protect your teeth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when you cook spinach, you still have the oxalates, correct? Uh, oh, mm-hmm. if you uh, yeah, if you do it with a uh, uh, baking soda, uh, that to a certain extent. Uh, uh, antagonizes the destructive effect of oxalate. Baking soda? Mm-hmm. Really? Huh. Would we ever want to take baking soda like ongoing or anything? Oh, oh, oh yeah, lots of people like to cook their, their spinach and chard. Mm-hmm. It makes it uh, softer very quickly huh. and it has a much different uh, taste, uh, uh, a bright, bright green color. My goodness. Very, very fresh taste. Hmm. And it actually disperses the oxalates from the spinach? It, it, um, it gets in their way. So gets in their way. <laughs> they don't react, react so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, well, that's curious. So what if you would take baking soda just in water? Some people like to do that one or two times a day just because any benefit do you think oh, oh yeah uh, the athletes have demonstrated that uh, taking a tablespoon in a half a glass or so of water uh, before uh, an endurance race uh, uh, it improves things uh, for several hours wow that's a lot a, ba- a whole tablespoon <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of people do one teaspoon at mm-hmm. a time Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how does it affect uh, performance for athletes? Uh, it, it, uh, it suppresses the formation of lactic acid. Oh. And so it postpones fatigue and actually lets you make more energy with less stress. Mm-hmm, hmm And what effects would it have then on the stomach and acid and all that baking soda uh, oh uh, it is quickly absorbed uh, and uh, al- almost as quickly the sodium uh, starts acting as a diuretic uh, and so leaves the, the body uh, taking the alkaline uh, part uh, out of the body uh, and that there are enzymes in place that uh, when the pH rises because the sodium has left Mm -hmm. uh, the the CO2 is converted uh, uh, from from the bicarbonate that you ate into the gas which is soluble inside cells Uh, and so uh, very quickly uh, after taking uh, some baking soda, the pH inside cells, such as in your brain, becomes more acidic. Acidic uh, or alkaline? Uh, no, more more acidic, surprisingly. Hmm. Uh, uh, everyone was assuming that it would... Be alkaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, uh, the alkali goes away in the urine very quickly, uh, and because of the uh, uh, enzymes all through your body hmm. when, when the pH drops uh, because the sodium is gone 
then instantly the bicarbonate is turned into intracellular gas. The, the gas is soluble inside cells uh, and so lowers the pH inside cells. Inside the cell. And is that a good thing, Dr. Pete? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, slightly acidic cell, 6.8 pH, hmm. uh, uh, is metabolically efficient. Uh, the, the inefficiency known as the uh, uh, Varberg effect uh, 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 involves a rising pH in, in which lactic acid is formed uh, and uh, acidifies the whole region. Uh, and so if you lower the pH, you suppress the formation of lactic acid, mm-hmm. making your metabolism much more efficient. That's why it increases endurance. Could that help uh, thyroid if your metabolism is up? Oh, 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 yeah, it, it imitates cool. uh, <laughs> what the thyroid is doing. Interesting. Yeah, we had a Dr. Young, Robert O. Young on. He's a, he's a pH guy, and he recommended taking, you know, baking soda a couple of times a day, just in general. He didn't He didn't say that the cells actually get alk- more acid, though. He's always talking about how things are better alkaline, you know, but it's interesting. Hmm. I wonder how that would affect someone that, would have cancer cells running around. Would that be good? Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah. The, uh, everyone pretty much has uh, some cells that are very much like cancer cells uh, in that they are uh, stuck in the condition uh, of inefficiency uh, in which they're producing lactic acid rather than good energy oh so that's what the cancer cells are doing they're creating lactic acid uh, uh, yeah mm-hmm. and then in, in the process they leave the cell where the, where the acid has been created uh, taking uh, away acidity from from the interior of the cell uh, and uh, uh, that when you form lactic acid in a in a stressed cell, uh, that means the interior of the cell is uh, more alkaline than it should be, and that uh, it blocks endurance metabolism, uh, blocks the uh, oxidative metabolism mm-hmm. that is efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that inefficiency uh, keeps the cell producing lactic acid in a vicious circle. Uh, and uh, just in increasing your CO2 or, or your bicarbonate, uh, you, you can break that vicious circle. Isn't that interesting? Well, I've been looking at, um, uh, you can get a CO2 tank, you know, that's made of aluminum, so it's not too heavy, you know, so you can carry it. And then one of those little suits that you can put up. So I'm going to do it. I'll let you know how we do with that. It's kind of fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> when you have been uh, under stress, you can see your skin looking pale and anemic. Hmm. Uh, and uh, within 
15 or 20 minutes of being immersed in CO2, uh, you, you can feel your skin. Well, actually, if you step into a big bag of it, uh, you, you can feel it on your sensitive parts uh, immediately. Isn't that it? In about 20 minutes, you can see your skin getting pink. Yeah. Yeah, they have these little uh, these little bags where I think they're used for ozone, and they're very inexpensive, and you can just put them up, up to your neck, you know, and just fill that puppy up, you know? Oh, where do you get those? I don't know, but I'll send you the link. Yeah, I found it somewhere. Yeah, it, looked, it looked pretty nice. It looked pretty inexpensive, and uh, it looked like it. I, I think they use it for ozone, Doctor Pete, is what they do. You know, for ozone. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, once once years ago, I got some big ones from a florist, but haven't had that source for years. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Ray Pete is with us. If you'd like to ask him a question, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, but I'll send you the, that link when I don't want to go to buy it here. I think I'm going to do it this week. So, um, how you been doing? You, you liking and taking more uh, carbs and proteins? And what was the purpose of that? What you want to experiment with? Oh, oh yeah, it continues uh, to support energy uh, and uh, uh, seems to increase my sensitivity to thyroid. Hmm. Uh, the... the Impression I've had is that uh, everyone is running a little high on uh, uh, protein in the diet mm-hmm. after they have achieved uh, adult size. That, that uh, they don't need nearly so much protein, and that increasing the carbohydrate to a ratio of six or seven. Uh, carb, carbs to uh, one protein gram uh, can be very ener- energizing. Oh, one pro. What is it again? One, one. Uh, uh, se- seven to one ratio is se- wow. Often very very good. Se- seven to one ratio. So I guess back on the vegetables. If we're eating vegetables like squash and tomatoes and things like that. They don't have these oxalates, right? Uh, none that I know of. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly the the chard and the spinach and uh, um, what are some other ones? High ones. I mean, uh, rhubarb. Rhubarb. Yeah. I mean, but even, according to, according to some of the things that I'm seeing, even baked potatoes. I mean, baked potatoes should be a good food, shouldn't they? It should be. What? Should be a good food. Right. Oh, oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well cooked yeah. potatoes are almost a complete diet in itself. So even if people say that they have high oxalates, who cares? Just they're good foods, right? Just eat them. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the uh, phosphate is probably uh, uh, as bad as the. Uh, oxalate uh, the uh, phosphate interferes with your calcium and magnesium too. oh the phosphate in meats uh, or, or in, in some vegetables in some vegetables too wow uh, potatoes are a little high in phosphate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then how about if we go over to these pesky grains like rice and um, you know buckwheat and amaranth and things like that do do these these things have any issues that we 
need to concern ourselves with or just enjoy them? Uh, 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 yeah, they, uh, uh, as a uh, main, main staple of your diet, uh, they have far too much uh, phosphate, so you have to uh, take care to uh, balance it with magnesium and, and calcium. And I... Is it better than if we can soak them and then sprout them as well? Uh, uh, yeah, the the very tasty, uh, more primitive grains uh, are the, the highest in in phosphates and irritants. The, the Chinese, uh, uh, with their polished white rice, hmm. uh, uh, had had reasons. Uh, the, the stuff that's removed, uh, the the bran and germ, are uh, cause the rice to become uh, rancid and harmful. Uh, and so, about thirty or forty thousand years ago, they uh, uh, developed a method of polishing it uh, so that hmm. it, it would last the whole season. Oh, that's why they did it. Wow, that's why they polished it up so it would last. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and they had other foods, and so uh, there was no concern about a B vitamin deficiency if they were generally well fed. Mm -hmm. I just got an email in from Gloria. While you're talking about oxalates, please ask Doctor Pete about oxalates in green tea or, or black tea. Are these harmful? Hmm, do green teas have oxalates? Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, the, the quantity is usually and uh, not enough. Not enough to worry about. Uh, yeah, two or three cups of tea. Black pepper is supposedly really high. Is that not a good thing? Black pepper—it's a very popular spice. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Again, the the volume of it—you uh, uh, you could specialize in. Uh, putting thick amounts of pepper on your food, but it, it, normally it's a small amount. Yeah, it's just a little bit. And then beans. Beans are high in oxalates too, right? Be beans? Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, seeds in general. Seeds. Uh, the, the phosphates are, are, are right up there with uh, the oxalates for interfering with your calcium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But orange juice is good. I got my orange juice going this morning, Doc. Boy, you still drink a lot of orange juice? Uh, 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 yeah, if you can find edible oranges, uh, the, the quality of the whole food supply seems to have uh, decreased tremendously. Uh, uh, vividly moldy-tasting uh, uh, oranges are, are being included in very expensive uh, organic juice. Uh, so you don't want to force yourself to uh, drink orange juice that should have been discarded. Yeah, and it, it's not easy to... I, I drove all the way to Austin uh, this weekend just to get some organic oranges. You can't find them. Um, you know, they're harder and harder to find. So, you know... 
Well, I tell you what, what let's do this, Dr. Ray Pete. Let's uh, take a little break and we'll um, do a couple commercials and then we'll come back and then we'll take some emails, okay? Okay. Come here, Doodle. Come here, girl. Let me take your. Come here. <laughs> I'm going to take her collar off. She does a little scratching and she goes jingle jangle. Here, let me take this off. Oh. Oh. There we go. There you go. Now you can scratch a little bit. We've been doing pretty good. I mean, we got a little scratching going on, but nothing compared to normally. Um, there's a product that we've been using. We don't have a financial interest in it, but it's called Wonderside, and it's W-O-N-D-E-R-C-I-D-E, and um, it's mainly um, cedar, I think, cedar? Yeah, cedar trees. And they have a spray, and then you also can have a spot-on thing. If I get this thing straight, and... Um, you can put on on your on your doggies. I'm just having trouble with my earphone here. You can put it on your doggies back, you know, on the spine there, and it's totally clean, totally safe, and uh, and it helps. But so she's been doing really good. Generally, uh, the fleas can get pretty feisty here out in the country. So, but we're scratching a little bit, but not. Not too much. Uh, Chin Blossom is uh, one of our sponsors. Not Wonderside, but you can get Wonderside. If you'd like to go to their website, it uh, really is a special place. Um, they have a blood purifier thing, which is very um, very interesting. Um, Arise the male formula. Bamboo chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is kind of fun. That alkalizes things a little bit. Seaweeds, uh, extra virgin olive oil. He has um, shaga, arishi, uh, goji berry, shizandra. The protein, protein uh, um, formulas. The he, hushi, ishi, wu. Very, very, very high quality. Uh, and that's uh, mainly for the kidneys. If you want to get Mr. Kidney working good, he, she, woo. These are all on Shen Blossom on OneRadioNetwork.com. We think you'll enjoy being there. They just have a superb selection and uh, high quality ever. You've heard maybe some of the shows where he tells you how he makes these things and really, really goes to great extent to do the very best he can and uh, and uh, do them all to... Uh, um, Chinese medicine, old old formulas that are really, really, really good. So, check it out. It is Shen Blossom on OneRadioNetwork.com. And then he's the same same fellow that puts together the, um, the, uh, the Blue Shield and that's the EMF protection device that is uh, very, very high quality. And it works on the cells in the body, so it helps your little cells to, to just react in a 
more powerful, strong way to electromagnetic fields. It doesn't block them or anything. It just works on the cells in the body. They have uh, lots of research and uh, papers written on um, uh, working with uh, chickens and cows, and they have uh, better production and uh, lower mortality uh, when they um, are protected with the Blue Shield. A 10% off promo code one radio on OneRadioNetwork.com. Same, same fellow, Brandon Amalani, does both of these. People are getting manic and taking all these stuff because they don't have sulfur in their brain or something? That's correct. That's correct. And there's reasons for that. Kid out there in the street buying illegal drugs, all caused from that. Every bit of it. The manic, depression, suicidal tendencies, all caused from a lack of sulfur to the brain. Whoa. Because uh, glyphosate stops the uptake of sulfur from the body to the brain. There's a lymph system that runs from the digestive tract to the brain directly, and all they were finding is sulfur. It goes straight to the brain because we're a sulfur being. We have to have the sulfur to keep us sane. If you don't have sulfur going to your brain, you become manic. If you look at all the drugs that they give people, they put artificial sulfur in there. It's a molecule artificial to trick the brain to think that you've got sulfur in your bloodstream. Well, we have a way to get sulfur into your bloodstream, and then you don't have to trick your brain. Just put it in there. With our pure organic sulfur, you can click an order right on our website, three prices, United States, Canada, worldwide. It's the real deal. Makes little crystals in the glass. Living Sulfur on OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We're talking with Dr. Ray Pete. He's here on the uh, thir- first, um, first, third Wednesday. I'll get it. The first Wednesday of every month. And um, he takes your questions and is... Uh, his website is raypeat.com. His newsletter is Ray Pete's newsletter. That's plural. Ray Pete's newsletter on at gmail.com. Ray Pete's newsletter gmail.com. That's the email address, and then you can just kind of kind of sign up for that. So I had one here I was going to start with, and I lost it. Oh, here it is. Um, here's a 45-year-old male wants to know if Dr. Pete thinks it's a good idea that I take a little bit of that progesterone that he recommends from time to time. Especially if you have symptoms of uh, uh, any kind of uh, stress, especially uh, uh, sex-related stress, Uh, 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 failure of of libido to be uh, active, uh, when you need it, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, 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 sometimes just general uh, uh, overall well-being, uh, starting uh, starts around the age of uh, forty-five when that's uh, uh, likely to be noticeable, uh, and um, very very common around the age of fifty. Mm-hmm. And here's another one, and right in line. Should progesterone be taken intermittently during pregnancy, i.e., for a couple of weeks or less um, each month? Uh, 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 the uh, function of pausing it uh, uh, for two two weeks per month is that uh, the Estrogen tends to be uh, at risk of continual 
activity, and progesterone clears the estrogen uh, out of your cells, uh, inactivates it, uh, and causes it to be excreted. Uh, And if you uh, keep taking uh, the the same amount every day, Mm -hmm. uh, your your liver recognizes uh, that it, it has... Uh, reason uh, every day and so it uh, starts regulating it down uh, and that means that it can lose effect if you continue uh, to use it after two weeks Uh, uh, so if you just stop taking it your liver uh, forgets about it for Hmm. a a while and and, uh, will recognize it as an uh, anti-estrogen protective substance when it comes in again. So this is only though uh, for pregnant women, not necessarily the rest of us, right? Uh, 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 Cycling women. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, It's an essential part of uh, maintaining good cycling. Uh, And in pregnancy, uh, it's usually a failure uh, to uh, sustain progesterone production in relation uh, to estrogen that uh, causes miscarriage problems or, or bleeding during pregnancy hmm. Uh, hmm. and oxemia and so on. Hmm. What about women who have stopped uh, menstruating kind of prematurely for whatever reason? Could they use the progesterone to kind of get back cycling again? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the the in fertility clinics, hmm. uh, they have found that uh, women who are most likely to succeed in implanting and becoming pregnant had, when the process started, they had a, a ratio of progesterone to estrogen of uh, between 50 and 100 to 1, uh, m- much higher uh, progesterone than estrogen. Uh, around 10, uh, it, they sometimes uh, uh, can become pregnant, but uh, they're right on the borderline uh, then. So progesterone to estrogen for the infertile ladies are very high to E, correct? Progesterone to estrogen? Uh, yeah, the ratio uh, 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 at the beginning of uh, when you're trying to get pregnant should be uh, uh, between 50 and... Oh, uh, should be when you're trying to get pregnant. Okay. So so you would then, that's when you would build up on the, the progesterone at the beginning there. Uh, 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 yeah. The, if you take a, a gigantic excess of uh, progesterone, uh, you can block conception. Oh. Uh, but uh, that, that requires more like a thousand to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's an email from uh, Miles in Copenhagen, Denmark. Copenhagen, huh? Any thoughts on a suitable baby formula in case of insufficient um, or lacking breast milk? And then there's also going through this whole shortage thing. So if you were going to make baby formula, what would you use? Uh, Oh, uh, cow milk is the the Mm -hmm. next best thing to, to human milk. Uh, and sometimes it's better uh, because uh, cow's milk is uh, 
built on nutrients that have passed through the fermenting rumen and cleaned up, detoxified of lots of things such as unnecessary polyunsaturated fatty acids. The woman has no rumen, and so everything in her diet uh, tends to go into the formation of milk. Uh, and that means that if the mother is not eating well, her milk can be worse than cow's milk. Oh, because that's the whole, we don't do that. We go right to right to the blood, right? To uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the, the cow's milk can be distorted by a bad food supply, but it's very, very resistant because of the stabilizing effect of bacterial detoxification. Mm-hmm. So, so moms supplementing, whether if there's an issue with breastfeeding or if they're on baby formula and they can't get it, you just just cow's milk, organic cow's milk. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, when when you dehydrate anything uh, like milk, uh, which is a very fragile uh, material, uh, it's, uh, all kinds of things uh, go wrong in the process of dehydrating. Hmm. Uh, the uh, fragile amino acids, uh, 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 the, the tryptophan, for example. Hmm. It easily oxidizes into toxins, uh, and uh, 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 vitamin B2 is one of the earliest things to become toxic among the fats, uh, 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 fats and vitamins, uh, and then the polyunsaturated fats deteriorate very, very fast in the toxins. Would you add anything to the? To the cow's milk, Dr. Pete, or just straight, just cow's milk? Would you put anything else in there? Uh, um, it's a, a, a little different. Uh, uh, you can find suggested uh, recipe changes, uh, uh, slight additions uh, or, or dilutions to the cow milk, but mm-hmm. uh, basically uh, the, the milk is okay. Yes, cow. I can remember years ago, in the 50s, lots of uh, ladies who, who couldn't, or, or, or after breastfeeding, they would actually use, um, I think it was carnation, carnation milk and, and uh, carol syrup. Remember carol syrup? Uh, uh, not that one. I don't remember. Yeah, they had a formula. They used to, they, ladies used to use that. I remember them doing that. I don't know. How would I remember that? Okay. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Where is it? I lost him. Okay. Here is Timo. Uh, She says, My eight-year-old daughter is very tall for her age. Uh, She's five feet. Um, and is already showing signs. Eight-year-olds and five feet. Wow. Um, 
and is all, already showing signs of early puberty, very emotional, and first signs of growing breasts at eight years. Wow. How, how old is she? Eight years old, Doc. Her blood work are normal, except that her TSH has always been between two and three, and at one point was high as five. Is there any ideas of some things we could look at to delay puberty, prolong a healthy and happy childhood as long as possible? Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, as thyroid becomes deficient, mm-hmm. uh, when it goes from uh, three to five, that, that's very, very important. Uh, the, the deficient thyroid uh, causes the estrogen to rise, uh, and the estrogen uh, in, uh, guide, guides the growth pattern, uh, uh, increases the width of the hips, uh, hmm. and uh, uh, matures bones more quickly. So the low, low thyroid increases estrogen, and uh, and this could be really affecting her, and she could actually be showing signs of uh, growing breast at eight years old. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that wow. is fairly common to happen around the age of eight. Really? What could be some foods that she could eat to help balance that or foods to stay away from? Uh, uh, make sure she's getting enough uh, 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 vitamin D and milk in her diet. Mm-hmm. Milk and vitamin D. And uh, uh, not uh, overdoing any particular uh, food, Uh, getting a good range of uh, fruits, vegetables, Uh, 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 once in a while, uh, seafood, regular egg now and then. Okay, wow. The soy, would it, could soy be a problem if they're doing soy? Uh, can what? Could soy be a problem if they're doing soy? Yeah, soy contains a very strong uh, estrogenic. Estrogen. Uh-huh. Uh, if a male is given soy protein uh, at an early age, its genitalia are feminized and... Uh, uh, if it continues uh, beyond the uh, f- very, very beginning of the formation, uh, it uh, in- increases uh, the risk of pituitary tumors uh, and uh, wow. uh, reproduction-related tumors. Yeah, we saw some studies years ago, Dr. Ray Pete, on, I think it was in, uh, in the Philippines, after in the 80s, or 90s when this whole soy milk thing got huge and they start filling their kids up with soy in the Philippines and had some real early puberty there. It was crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No surprise, right? No surprise. Uh, 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 yeah, it, it uh, affects both sexes. Hmm. But uh, the... Uh, the worst effects are visible on male babies. Male babies. Huh. Uh, let's see. Here's an email. I was diagnosed after a CT scan to have met- metastatic and carcinogenic cancer tumors. All signs, po- all signs 
point to this, yet they don't know until I get a biopsy, which I will not do. I started eating the kind of sugar you recommended. Very short time later, I got a painful and bloated urinary tract infection. As a kid, I was prone to them, and I avoid eating things that have caused them in the past, one being too much sugar. Please tell me what you think could possibly be going on, what I should do. Wow. So we have a CT scan of metastatic and carcinogenic cancer tumors. Hmm. What could be something this person could do? Uh, where are the tumors? Uh, it doesn't say. Doesn't say. It doesn't say. Doesn't say. Uh, the, the type of tumor is, is important uh, to uh, definitely shift your metabolism towards thyroid away from estrogen. Towards increasing thyroid. Um, function, uh, uh, yeah, which will uh, uh, pre- prevent the uh, uh, carcinogenic tendency uh, of the estrogen, uh, and uh, the sugar metabolism is regulated uh, largely by the thyroid, uh, and so uh, the, what what you're eating isn't as important as in this case, uh, how your thyroid is working. Mm-hmm. So you want to get a thyroid test to make sure you have a TSH below 0.5, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the safe population. That's the, that's the ideal, is a mm-hmm. really, really low TSH. Uh, uh, yeah, when they find a, a population that is in that zone, uh, they are free of uh, cancer of the thyroid gland. Hmm. And how about this person? Oh, I think they're just emailing in with the location because they're listening. Liver and lower right abdomen, the location of these two, two these two little tumors. tumors. Uh, uh, yeah, did they say what they're attached to? Or? Do you know any more? Email her, can you send in? She's listening. Uh, if they're attached, what they're attached to, what these tumors are attached to. Uh, yeah, the intestine, or uh, 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 exactly what what are they? Mm-hmm. If you have more information, to email it in, and we can, Dr. Peek and maybe give you some more ideas on what to do. So what would be some no foods, no foods for this person with these tumors? Uh-uh. In in general, uh, it's important to uh, uh, not have a, a very extreme diet uh, uh, of uh, a, a particular food, uh, especially uh, soy and other estrogenic foods. Mm-hmm. But not to have an excess of protein or fat, uh, keeping both protein and fat down to uh, maybe 10% of the uh, calories. And just not get too extreme in any direction. As yeah, yeah, especially fat. Especially fat. Huh. So the cancer does, cats, fat's not good for cancer, for tumors? Uh, uh, no. Uh, the cancer thrives on fat. Hmm. Uh, when a person uh, stops eating sugar, for example, 
their body starts breaking down protein and fat because the cancers send out hormones to take down your muscles and other tissues to release fatty acids and amino acids into the blood. Mm-hmm. And cancer has a reputation for eating glucose, but really, as soon as you shut off the glucose supply, then the damage really starts because you start destroying your own tissues, turning it into food. Cachexia, the wasting disease of cancer, Mm -hmm. uh, begins when you stop providing uh, glucose to the the cancer. When you stop providing it. Mm -hmm. Hmm. She wrote back, uh, oh, these tumors are attached to the small intestine or ascending colon, is all the information she has. Uh, uh, The information who has? Uh, The the lady with the, uh, the tumors? Small intestine or ascending colon, she believes they're attached to. Oh, uh, well, it's important to... uh, They might be able to surgically remove uh, that little section of the intestine. Oh, you mean if they can do it right and not hurt anything? Mm Mm-hmm. Can the sugar cause UTI infection, she writes back? Uh, Uh... uh, no, not really, because it, it increases your uh, uh, anti-inflammatory hmm. uh, defensive system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we wish you well. Let us know if we can help with something. Patrick Timponi, along with uh, Dr. Ray Pete, Ray Pete, um, raypete.com. His newsletter is raypetesnewsletter at gmail.com. And um, could you please ask, Dr. Pete writes, Rachel, for tips in, on reducing inflammation in the body as it is supposed to be the root cause of most diseases. Thank you for your shows. So just in general, um, inflammation. Uh, uh, the, the, um, uh, almost... Uh, all the, the serious degenerative diseases uh, are based on uh, 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 the the chronic uh, inflammation uh, a tendency uh, to abnormal co- coagulation, uh, and so uh, that puts aspirin uh, in a very important uh, position. Uh, carbon dioxide is another of our uh, anti-inflammatory agents. Uh, So baking soda Hmm. uh, helps with anti-inflammation. Well, I just kind of an idea. You think that carbon dioxide could help the lady with the tumors? Oh, uh, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly? Really? Yeah, Uh, yeah, there's an article fairly recent year or two uh, uh, the title is uh, is baking soda a, a magic bullet in cancer yeah and that's what baking soda is the carbon dioxide right 
carbon dioxide. Yeah, the same effects from both of them. Oh, that's cool. And you can get uh, um, aluminum-free baking soda really easily these days. Uh, Hi, Dr. Pete. Um, If someone suspects they may have too much acetylene, acetylcholine production, what could they do to reduce this other than taking anti-chlorogenic substances? Is there something clearly that can be done? Uh, uh, Yeah, when you're body is failing to cope in some way with problems, uh, you, you go into the uh, cholinergic uh, sort of helpless oh. condition uh, in, in which uh, inflammation can go unregulated. Uh, and uh, so I, I, I think it's helpful to use the anti-cholinergics whenever you feel benefit from it. Uh, Antihistamines are generally the same as Mm -hmm. anti-cholinergic. Also, if someone has severe milk protein allergies, do you think that they can get enough calcium from well-cooked greens, or should they also add eggshells are pearl powder calcium supplements in your view? I, I, I think powdered uh, uh, eggshells are uh, uh, first aid that, uh, in case you're doubtful whether you're going to have a problem with the leaves, it's good, good to have some uh, powdered eggshell on hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you like those uh, for calcium powdered eggshells? Uh, yeah, and they should be prepared by dehydrating them and thoroughly separating the membrane before you grind them up in a coffee grinder. Hmm. Oh, interesting. That's how people do it. They actually grind them up themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. Hi, Dr. Pete. If a young woman was trying to improve her acne by taking progest e orally during the luteal phase with no skin improvement, would you recommend them to apply some progestes directly onto the pimples for more direct approach? Uh, directly to where? Luteal, L-U-T-E-L, on, on, her, on her acne. Could you do them? She said that she was trying to improve her acne by taking progestes orally during the luteal phase. I'm not sure what that is. Luteal? Do you know? L-E-U-T? Uh, 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 yeah, that's uh, when the ovaries are producing. I see. When the ovaries are producing their things. Yeah, Yeah. so it gives a boost. Ah. Uh, uh, when your progesterone isn't adequate during that phase, it's usually because uh, your thyroid is low. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so uh, supplementing thyroid is uh, often better than uh, using progesterone. Oh, I see. Right, going to what could be the root cause of the issue, which would be mm-hmm. an underactive thyroid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, folks, I mentioned this before. We don't have a financial interest, but there's a place called Let's Get Checked. 
that we used one time. I think it was 60 bucks, and they sent it to your house. You do the blood thing, and they'll take your, they'll, they'll give you your TSH. Pretty quick. Send it in. Boom. Let's get checked. Is the name of the company? Uh, yeah, that sounds good too. Uh, by, bypass the need of a doctor. Yeah, yeah, and then and and if that's all you're interested in, the TSH anyway, right? That's all, mm-hmm. that's all you. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Got more. We've got a few more minutes. If you'd like to uh, jump in with a question for Dr. Ray Pete, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Let me go to the ones we missed last month because we always miss them. I can find the right... Hmm. I have so many. Oh, here it is. Okay. So we have a lady here, Dr. Pete, who is 47. Um... A recovering alcoholic, prophylactic smoke, P-R-O-P-A-H-A-O-L-I-C, not sure, smoker, oh, with a colostomy bag, God love you, now since she's been 24, heart and liver issues. Can you give her some ideas on how she could get out of there? Hmm, got a lot going on. Uh, um what was the substance? Substance with uh, um, 47 recovering, recovering alcoholic, propaholic smoker with a colostomy bag, and now she has heart and liver issues in a hospital. Uh, 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 and she wonders what to do? Yeah, any ideas for heart and liver issues? where she is right now. Uh, oh, uh, it's hard to do anything while uh, uh, under hospital care. But, but uh, uh, she should uh, question everything they propose. Yeah. And they'll, they'll try to give you a lot of different things, won't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very tough. See if you can get out of there. Hi, Dr. Pete. Um, A few months ago, my dog killed a squirrel, and I think it made him sick. The next three days, he didn't eat and was having thick black sludge diarrhea. He also insisted on staying outside in 20 weather where he he would hide in a bush. Wow. Since then, he still mostly has diarrhea. Once or twice a week, he won't eat for a whole day. Do you have any ideas on what could be going on? I know you're not a uh, veterinarian, but um, if you had any ideas. Uh, uh, No. uh, uh, Giving him some bland but uh, appetizing food uh, would be my thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cottage cheese, for example, uh, uh, would do, do no harm. Yeah. She's asking here, and I can respond to this. Do you have any other recommendations other than feeding other than meat and bones? Well, and, you know they're carnivores. And in my opinion, I'm not a veterinarian, but you know they like meat. Uh, and my dog, you know, she'll skip meat. She'll skip eating sometimes 
two days in a row. She's perfectly healthy. Uh, they know what if they don't want to eat. So I wouldn't worry about it if they want to skip meals. You know, that's just one idea. Uh, uh, some dogs sense when they yeah they know boy. when they need carbohydrates uh, and uh, having something like a, a, a well cooked vegetable mm-hmm. mashed mm-hmm. potato cabbage yeah. peas yeah. Uh, uh, they'll, they'll they'll eat it if, and they'll if they like if they need it they'll eat it right if they like it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if they don't they won't they say no I don't want that <laughs> give me some uh, more meat yeah. yeah even fruits sometimes yeah uh, yeah um oh would you please ask Dr. Pete if you can give milk or butter as a remedy to safely eating foods with oxalates for like potatoes? Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, they are uh, slightly protective uh, just as a, a kind of a buffer. Uh, uh, undercooked starch, for example, uh, causes much less harm uh, if taken with cream and butter. Cream and butter. And also, would you ask them, Is there, what's an alternative to, uh, such as almond milk or coconut milk, for those of us who are lactose intolerant or allergic to dairy? Uh, oh, uh, the treating milk with uh, lactase uh, uh, enzyme makes it sweeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, uh, to some extent reduces the uh, uh, effect on helping uh, uh, absorb minerals. Lactose, uh, lactose has a direct effect uh, on improving mineral metabolism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you destroy that, uh, you... Uh, have less ability to uh, handle uh, magnesium and calcium. Fair enough. Uh, this is from Martin in Montana for Dr. Ray Pete. What does Dr. Pete think of cannabis? There's a big push for it in the U.S. Isn't it very estrogenic? And what about short-term versus long-term and use and occasional use? Cannabis. Short versus long-term. Sure. Use of cannabis. What do you What do you think about? Oh. Yeah, isn't it very estrogenic as well? Uh, I think mildly so. Uh, they're, uh, they have a good lobby promoting its use. Yeah. But I've never seen a lot of good research supporting it. Mm-hmm. Any other downsides that you know of, other than psychological, possibly? Uh, uh, no, but I, I've seen lots of uh, uh, annoying people who <laughs> were exaggerated fans, fans of it. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Is it possible to grow back joints that have been damaged by osteoarthritis? Writes uh, oh. Anna. 
uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, I've seen it happen. Uh, 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 probably the first one I saw, uh, supported by X-ray evidence, uh, was uh, our plumber who uh, was 65 uh, and had had uh, uh, X-rays of his knees that showed there was no whole cartilage layer left, just crumbles. Wow. Uh, and uh, he said uh, he was retirement age, so he was not going to have his knee joints replaced. But uh, I gave him a bottle of Progest E, yeah. uh, which he, while working uh, on the bathroom plumbing, uh, applied it all over his worst knee uh, and went on working. Uh, and an hour later, uh, I, I mentioned that he seemed to be having less trouble uh, coming up the steps from his truck. Uh, and he said, yeah, he, he thought he was. Uh, but the, the next morning, he knocked on the door and said, I just wanted to show you this. And he ran down the steps <laughs> and back up. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I, about a year later, uh, I, I, he, he had said that uh, he and his wife bo both needed aspirin to get through the night, uh, and uh, he said that night was their first time in years that they hadn't needed aspirin. Uh, but then several months later, I, I hadn't heard from him again. <laughs> I phoned phoned his office, uh, uh, his, his wife answered, I said they just wanted to uh, find out about his uh, knees, uh, and there was a long pause, hmm. and she said, oh, oh that's why he did have a bad knee, uh, and uh, uh, then uh, I guess it was about 10 years later, I, I kept seeing his truck around town. Uh, and uh, uh, got him for another job and uh, asked him how his knee had turned out. He had totally forgotten that he ever had a knee problem. And he he just did progestes for one time? At one week. Wow. He uh, smeared it all over his knee. Uh, 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 yeah, the, uh, the, the knee, which was... Uh, had no joint to speak of, uh, just rubble. Uh, uh, overnight, he, he could run up the stairs uh, without pain. It's amazing. Uh, uh, it was so complete that uh, his wife had recovered. She was a, a viola player, and she had recovered from her hand arthritis. Uh, to the extent that she forgot either of them had had arthritis. And she she smeared the progestes on her hands as well? Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> they both used it at bedtime. Well, those are just little bottles. Did he use the whole bottle on his knee, do you know? Uh, what was that? They, those are just very small bottles. Did he, did he use the whole bottle on his knee? Uh, yeah, the first day... <laughs> uh, uh, during the hour, he applied 
half a bottle uh, to that one leg uh, from thigh to ankle. Hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I think the uh, all, all the rest of it came from the rest of that one bottle. Very interesting. A friend of mine told me that you told a story one time about a dog in Progestes. Do you, rem- do you recall what he might be talking about? An animal? Did you, uh, uh, some kind of uh, amazing recovery from a dog with Progestes? Uh, what kind of recovery? Uh, some kind of amazing recovery from something, giving a dog progestes. Oh, oh, sure, it works in dogs just like people. Do 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 you remember the story about the dog that you that you you used it on? I I, I didn't didn't understand the question. Did you use? Did you have an experience that was? Really um, interesting with a dog using progestes, an animal. Oh, 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 oh uh, yeah, many, many experiences with, really? hmm. with dogs. Uh, liver cancer, arthritis, uh, behavior, uh, uh, various uh, human-like problems. And... People were putting the progestes uh, topically on the dog? And on their gums. And on their gums. I'll be. What do you make of that? What what, what could be going on with that? What's such a progesterone doing? Uh, oh, the, it's uh, anti-inflammatory at all different levels. Uh, and so if they have an excess of cortisol... Uh, it will protect against tissue breakdown uh, at the same time as supporting tissue repair. Wow. How would you know how much or how often to do? Oh, it has just uh, evolved over. Uh, one of the first people was a, a university basketball player mm-hmm. who got uh, tendonitis. Uh, uh, hurt, hurt so much, uh, uh, it impaired his his playing. Uh, well, one application uh, to his uh, lower legs, uh, and he had no more tendonitis. And if you were doing something with an animal who had some issues, you would just have to just to discern in your own intuition of how much to use and how often. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, people who know their dogs, yeah. uh, 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 like a dog with uh, terminal liver cancer, several people have uh, said uh, they thought they were in a, a terminal condition uh, in agony from the cancer, and they said they could tell by their behavior that the progesterone uh, made them comfortable. Very interesting. And they, and they lived for m- many months. I'll be. Hmm. Here's an email from Kiss, uh, Chris, rather. I'm confused about using baking soda for cancer. I heard Dr. Pete mention in one of your shows that one could use one and a half ounces 
or 40 grams a day, but I'm not sure how to take it. There are many suggestions on the net using maple syrup, and it's not clear what is the best way to take it. Also, this will change the body's pH, possibly interfering with other things, such as food supplements. Can you please ask him how to take it? With uh, or without? Well, maple syrup contains a lot of allergens. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, wouldn't recommend using it without. Uh, but it's, uh, there are many different ways to increase your CO2 exposure. Uh, uh, breathing it uh, uh, by by uh, just rebreathing your own breath, taking mm-hmm. uh, 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 it as the uh, liquid baking soda solution, teaspoon at a time, uh, uh, or taking uh, 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 the right balance of thyroid hormone, uh, or uh, using the drug. Uh, acetazolamide to cause your body to r- retain more CO2. Uh, 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 there are many, many different ways to uh, keep the lactic acid down and the CO2 up. Okay. Here's one. Um, here's a person that had flu symptoms back in November. And I've not been able to properly taste or smell since I've tried taking oregano oil, the um, a blood detox from Shen Blossom, and oral methylene blue, but still can't seem to smell or taste like I used to. I was a little concerned that it could be radi- uh, radiation damage or something else. I live in an area with 5G towers, smart meters. What do you think this could be? There's nothing good that mm-hmm. the 5G uh, uh, radiation uh, does to your system. Uh, it can do lots of harm. Yeah, they're, they're tough, aren't they? They're very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, here's Anna. I will, after my second COVID injection, wow, I developed insomnia, muscle spams, and inflammation. The symptoms become even worse during stress and before my period. Could this be an autoimmune condition connected with the histamine or estrogen? Yes. Yes. The vaccine is ideal for producing autoimmune reactions. Uh, their responses to deny that they cause anything harmful or just absurd and ignorant and uh, insulting to the public. Yeah. Yeah. It's just terrible. Can someone apply progestes on pimples? Pimples. Oh, some people do. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's one. What are Dr. Pete's thoughts on oh on Dr. Young and being more alkaline via veganism? Uh, uh, that's just a traditional uh, view uh, of uh, the 
alkaline uh, vegetable heavy diet mm-hmm. uh, it's right as far as the uh, food that goes in is concerned uh, but uh, just wrong in interpreting what happens inside the cells uh, you, you eat lots of vegetables uh, get lots of uh, of uh, uh, al- alkaline minerals uh, uh, and uh uh, that uh, allows you to uh, convert the uh, bicarbonate of the alkaline vegetable material uh, into the acidic CO2 that protects the insides of cells uh, uh, from cancer in particular. So some of the applications may be okay. Perhaps the the um, the interpretation of what's going on may be incorrect, in your opinion. Uh, uh, yeah, they're getting lots of bicarbonates, uh, alkaline things, in their diet. But when they eat them, they excrete the alkaline part and keep the bicarbonate, which automatically uh, is turned into intracellular carbon dioxide, which is acidic. Acidic. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, when you say the body gets rid of it, I've been doing some baking soda for experimenting the last week or so, and boy, my, I got my little pH tape, you know, just to test my pee, Doc. It's like nine. It's crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the urine. Yeah, that's just the urine, right? Yeah, that's what's not staying in your body. So, the, But the good stuff, the carbon dioxide is. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. All right. Here's an email. Is Tupelo honey a good source of fructose, and does fructose bypass the pancreas? Hmm. Uh, uh, to some extent, uh, yeah, it, uh, uh, it is less of a trigger uh, to insulin production. Tupelo honey, or, or fructose is, is less of a... Uh, less stimulating to the insulin. Yeah. And do you know from Tupelo honey? Uh, oh, in any honey. What's that? It's in any honey, in apple juice, uh, 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 some other fruits, uh, but uh, apple juice and honey are, are, are reliable sources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Pete, I want to mention, too, that since I've been doing more meat and less carbs and oxalates, my fasting blood sugar has been going lower and lower. It's like 70. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, it can't get too low, right? Or can it? Uh, it's, uh, uh, when you uh, acidify your tissues mm-hmm. with, with the... Uh, uh, bicarbonates uh, uh, you're uh, shifting over to the efficient uh, oxidative metabolism and it, 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 so that deals with the blood sugar better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is simply uh, so efficient uh, uh, you can be, be using it uh, without having to have a uh, such a high level circulating. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, another thing I noticed I wanted to ask you about that may be useful to others who are here. Um, when I was doing like rice or pasta and even a piece of fish or something and eat, about an hour later I would just, my energy would just go, you know, just down, right? Just, I couldn't do much of anything. Couldn't write, work on my writing works, my writing projects. But with the meat and fat, it just seems to stay level. What is that saying? What's, what's my body telling me there? Uh, um, uh, efficiency uh, uh, allows you to find uh, 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 a middle ground uh, where you don't, uh, when you're under stress, uh, uh, you, you t- tend to convert other tissues like proteins mm-hmm. into uh, glucose uh, to, to make sure you have some glucose. Uh, but uh, when you're more efficient in using your glucose, uh, uh, then that lowers the stress, uh, and so you don't need to convert protein to sugar, uh, and so you don't. Uh, and the uh, uh, stops destroying your tissue uh, and starts uh, 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 not, not wasting fuel. Okay, not wasting fuel. So when you eat carbs and you lose energy, what is that saying? What's going on? Uh, 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 when you use carbs? Yeah, say you eat carb and then your energy goes down, like rice or pasta. Uh, what is that telling you? Uh, that uh, uh, rice is a good stimulant to insulin, uh, but if it doesn't come with inflammation, uh, like if it's polished rice that is non-inflammatory, uh, then that, uh, even though it does stimulate your insulin, uh, you're able to use the insulin without uh, uh, any stress. Uh, And so when you're using the insulin properly, uh, that's the absence of diabetes. Uh, There's the absence of diabetes when you're using it properly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A couple more, then we'll let you go. How much does total phosphorus intake matter if the diet has a good calcium-phosphorus ratio, is a low-phosphorus diet preferable to a normal-phosphorus diet if the calcium-phosphorus ratio is exactly the same in both cases? Uh, uh, there, there is a, a range uh, of uh, total intake uh, where, where the, the ratio is the important thing uh, rather than the total quantity. Uh, uh, but partly that uh, depends on uh, the efficient use of, of sugar. Uh, uh, sugar supports the uh, retention effects of, of calcium. Uh, and uh, so if your diet... Uh, is deficient in, in sugar, 
and so activates various inflammatory inefficient processes, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. Here's the last one for you. Catherine, love you show. I'm 35 and my appendix removed at the age of nine after it ruptured from appendicitis. I've read that the appendix is an immune organ and is involved in replenishing good gut bacteria, digesting fiber, and helping to produce fatty acids. I'm curious what this means for my metabolic health and how to maximize my health from here on out. Uh, 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 fats are, are the least uh, uh, beneficial uh, uh, part of the system. Uh, you, you're going to have a very low-fat diet uh, that's very safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more quick one. Is there such a thing as a fructose spike? Fructose spike. Uh, uh, not that I'm aware yeah, of. That's usual. <laughs> okay. Well, Dr. Pete, thanks for uh, spending time with us this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you. Happy summer. Summer solstice, the longest day of the year next year, tomorrow. Okay. Okay. You take care of yourself, sir. Thank you. We'll take. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. Thank you, Doctor Ray Pete, Patrick Tempone, OneRadioNetwork.com. I see that our little um, system to record videos somehow ran out of space. So when you see the video, of this it's going to just cut off. But I don't know what to do. So I'll have to get to our geek and work on that. But the audio, you can finish off with the. It just ran out a few minutes ago. It'll just cut off kind of weird. I'm going to tell you. Okay, kids, we're going to talk about um, eating meats and less plants tomorrow uh, with a uh, doctor. He's in Australia. His name is Anthony Chafee. Chafee. And uh, we'll do that tomorrow. And then Adam Bergstrom will be here on Wednesday. Adam 2.0 the second or the third Wednesday of the month. So thank you. Appreciate it. Love you all very much. Thanks for your support. We will see you um, tomorrow at uh, at 10 o'clock. Take care. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.